Three, two, one, snap. What? <laughs> really? Snap, clap, doesn't matter. Snap, crackle, pop. Okay, anyway. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Son of a Button Masher. Wiley and I are back. My name is Alex. Sorry. My Wiley name is Wiley. back for another week. <laughs> His name is Wiley. And he just said snap. He's the guy that said snap a couple of seconds ago. He usually, he usually says clap. So true that snap. I was a little thrown by that, which is why I was such a giggly little baby a few seconds ago. Dude, anyway. What? People are going to have this weird <laughs> image of you like all snuggled up in a little baby carriage or something. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, they wouldn't be we, that far we off. We need to, like, I mean. Photoshop a picture of me with you and a baby Bjorn. <laughs> You're, like, on my back. Look at little baby. Just me and Alex <laughs> cruising town. Mate, can, can you, like, talk to Jared and make that happen? Because that would be hilarious. I, I might need to. Yeah, I'm seeing. I'm seeing a new profile picture for our Facebook page. <laughs> the new, The new logo... New yeah. logo for son of a button masher. Yeah, because if you guys actually go to our um, our Facebook page, we have like a kind of like a stock image that I just found randomly to to kind of have as a cover photo. It works it works a treat, but I think it would be something great with uh, something that had our faces on it. Anyway, so oh, uh, we forgot once we forgot something before we got to say the thing. Yeah, baby. Got, yeah, that's there. It is. Yeah, that was baby. the thing. We can't forget the yeah, babies. Well, you said you said that you were a baby, and so but then you I didn't mean, say "yeah, baby" in response like, to that. Oh, so yeah, baby, but that would mean that I agree that you are like a baby, and then it would just be like weird. Like we're here Which, with Wiley and that's, baby. That's a Alex. normal day for us. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll have to forgive us. We're a little bit more sleep deprived than than usual. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Um, I don't even have a nap brain right now because I didn't even take a nap. I, I said I was going to, and I that ended up not happening. Um, so, so you're just a liar. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, okay. So anyway, last week we were uh, kind of ended the podcast talking about like some of the classic games that we grew up, and I was thinking specifically about like um, like the first generation of PlayStation, and then like N64. And th those two were kind of spot now because to me, because like I, I kind of mentioned it to us a second ago, but the first game system I ever had as a kid was a Nintendo 64. And then when I was three years old, my family had traded that in for a PlayStation one. So those were like the first two game systems I ever knew. So I've been kind of, do you remember playing the N64 at three years old? I actually do believe it or wow. not. I actually remember playing Mario Kart 64 and I remember having the cartridge to episode one Star Wars racer. Um, so I actually remember that. And I actually remember playing that game, too. Like, I think it was like I'm pretty sure it was a Tatooine level because it was just very small kind of arena. Um, and then you just go around the track. So I, oddly enough, I do remember that. I remember the PlayStation one a little bit more because um, I had that for a much longer period of time. Um, but what about you? Did you what was what was the one you started out with to start with? Well, I never actually owned an N64, but I played a ton of it because of friends. And um, I used to rent one when we would go up to Flagstaff for our family vacation. The little clubhouse because oh, yeah. we had a timeshare. So the little clubhouse 
allowed you to uh, rent the system for a few days with a couple of games. And I actually was so enthralled with the N64. It came with Mario Party, the original one. Ooh, and, score. And it was a lot of fun. But the thing about Mario Party 1 is there's so many games that require you to rotate the control stick. Like, right. a lot. And so I played it so much, and I was rotating that stick so much, I used my the palm of my hand. Ooh. And like most people... I think if somebody if it's a speed test and you got to rotate the stick, you're not going to use your thumb. You're going to use your hand because it's just the smart thing to do. But I ended up developing a blister on the palm of my hand with because of that. And it even had a small little swirl in the blister from the little (laughs) swirlies on the control stick. Like it was wild. It was always dedication. And and then I was like, "Ow, that hurts." Okay, I guess I ju- got to just find a new spot on my hand. So <laughs> I just moved my hand a little bit over on the control stick and just kept playing. So but, you just developed these really odd crop circle like calluses on your hand. Yeah, yeah. My mom was none too happy about it, but uh, oh, you know man. what? You gotta you gotta take a bullet when you're having fun, and you know that you're not gonna get an N64. <laughs> When you leave, you don't get to keep it, so you got to play right. as much as possible. And so there was no control that, freak back then, so there is no like rubber thumb sticks that you could put on it to no. like help your yourself out. There is no such thing. Oh, this is old you, school, man. You just go, you just, you just brute force it, and if it doesn't work, then you got to keep brute forcing it because it's gonna can work I just eventually. Say, there's something so special to me about the Nintendo 64 controller. I just love the look of it. I love the feel of it. I love everything about it. And it's like one it's of the, the most weirdest looking controller of all I time. I guess, but I mean, I don't know. It just seems so iconic to me. You know, Which one was it, weirder, that or the game, uh, the Dreamcast? Controller? Oh, because uh, the Dreamcast mm, had that weird, like little screen, had a little screen slide thing. into it. Yeah, there there was that, but I guess you kind of have to chalk it up for N sixty four just on the the design. But I didn't, I didn't, I liked that as opposed to the Dreamcast controller, which was just, to me it felt so bulky. You know, well, the N sixty four controller had three handles, <laughs> three handles. Because you had, because it was what? it was the predecessor to the GameCube, so you had your option to play with the stick or to play with the D pad. So like a traditional, um, but you know SNES or something. At no point have I ever thought to myself, "Man, I wish this controller had a third handle." <laughs> it just doesn't. I've never played a game where it's, it's like, like the controller me, just the can't handle thing. this. It is the comfiest, the little comfiest. I love, I love that. I love that feeling. I don't. I. I may. I must be weird, but I just. Well, I, I'm yeah, so nostalgic that's, for that. That's not that for debate right now. But the comfiest. That's that's wild. I mean, you're. I, I already knew you were a special a special <laughs> guy, but this one this this puts it over the top for me. You preferred that N64 controller. I I enjoyed. And now, of course, like you know, because I didn't get to spend that much time with it. I, I think I might be looking through it with some rose tinted glasses. Um, but even that last time when we played uh, Mario Party 2 um, over at your old place, you know, I just have that feeling in my hand just just felt super nice to me. I, I can't explain why. I just I just enjoy it. Mm. So but I think that kind of led into what the GameCube felt for me. And the GameCube actually is my preferred controller, especially when it comes to Super Smash Brothers. So that's kind of 
Yeah. You know, so it, it did carry over from well, a lot of the N64's design. And that's kind of getting more know, into like the, you know, the, the, consoles, the N64, but. the N64 and the PS1, great systems, legendary, mm-hmm. love them, great memories. And we're going to be talking about that today. But I do want to preface this by saying that I consider this the ugliest generation of gaming of all time. <laughs> it will go down as just the just like somebody beat these two systems with an ugly stick <laughs> at the end of the day because if you go back i mean they tried to be so realistic it was the beginning of the three-dimensional yeah that's work true. and it is hideous going back and looking at it i mean some of the mario games look good you know there's still some games that looked good like super mario 64 is probably the only one that mostly holds up yeah, well, in in like, obviously, because they didn't have to go super realistic like the PlayStation did. The PlayStation was more focused on like, hey, let's be realistic, like with our sports games mm-hmm. and stuff, which obviously was cool at the time, like I said, but now it's just hideous. And like, like they came down with a bad case of mononuclear ugly. Like it's bad. <laughs> mononuclear it's bad. ugly. It's funny to me because I know I'm just trashing this right now. And then we're about to talk about how much we love it. But probably the most frustrating thing in the world is when it's like, you'll hear people like, yeah, we're going to get together and play some games. Like, oh, cool. And he's like, yeah, we're going to break out the N64, play some, play some classic Super Smash Bros or Mario Kart. And I'm like, no. I don't want to play those games anymore. I don't. Uh, the The controls are all wonky and slidey. The Super Smash Bros. It's like you're playing it in slow motion. Like <laughs> there's so many not great things about those games now. When you can play a better version, and it's way more fun. I will agree with you on the Mario Kart 64 because I actually did try that. Um, and it, you're right. It, the controls are so much more difficult than they have been. But I will disagree with you on Super Smash Brothers Um, because I actually did play that. It was a couple years ago, but it was the first time I'd played for it in years. And I still got quite a kick out of it. You know, of course, it's not as like honed in as like, say, because you you think about the transition from the original to Melee. There is quite a gap into it. And Melee is is still often regarded as like the gold standard. I still actually personally, even with Ultimate, Melee is still gold standard for me. Um out of yeah, like all of them. it's it's hard because like I'm not typically uh, like and there's a lot of people who's like no nah, like we gotta play the classic like that's where it all began and stuff like that I'm like I don't care like it's good to do a newer it for version fun, but you you cannot say that it's better than, it's like if there's a newer version and it's it's better made why would I not want to play that version over the old one I, the I old will one, say I respect this. the old one and we're here because of it but. There's one version actually of um, uh, Super Smash Brothers that I will play the original over, and <laughs> in like the Smash. I know we're talking way too much about this one particular thing, but I got to get this off my chest. Um, I will play. That's why we're here, Alex. It's our podcast. We can talk about whatever we want. <laughs> I will play the original Super Smash Brothers over than the Wii U version. Impossible. Okay. Well, you need to just. Go sit down and count something <laughs> and think about what you did because you just said something so ridiculous. Really? It was, I don't like it. it is, I, it's not, to me, it's not good. Ultimate, like, made, made up for where it left off. But 
Oh my word. I, I, Smash 4 just was, to me, was so disappointing. That was the one with like the campaign, right? Yes, I think so. Um, but it just a lot of the characters felt off for me. Like I, I play a lot of Mario and Mario just felt super slow. Um, and then they mm. just made so many, and they had made so many changes Wait, like right off minute. the back. You're worried about playing Bash. slow. Have you played Super Smash Bros. N64? It's like the slowest game possible. And if you can do, and if you can do that and not make all the changes that you did, I'm still for that. They're both slow as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. So, but they can changed a lot of like key control schematics. Um, in that particular one that were not okay. I was okay with a couple of the ones in Brawl. Um, even though they, they took out Mario Cyclone and replaced it with Flood, that was... Yeah, I didn't like that. Bad idea. That Cyclone move was way better. The w- Cyclone move was awesome. Why did they get rid of that? And you can only get that with Luigi and then his whole thing's... Been, never mind. Dude, Luigi. Uh-huh. Anyways, we're talking about the N64 and PlayStation 1. Let's get yeah. back. Yeah, okay, anyway. So I do... I still like the original Super Smash Brothers for odd reasons. Um, did, you, did you ever play Pokemon Stadium? No, I never had Pokemon growing up because of the way... My parents oh, man. liked to parent me. So Pokemon Stadium was that that jam, dude. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, oh man, yeah, I play Pokemon on the Game Boy. You guys did introduce me to it after the fact. Yeah, we did. We played that that stream. Yeah, when we streamed, we played the mini games, and it was fun too. I love those mini games. That was that was but fun. Being able to see your big Pokemon, see your Pokemon that you normally see on that little Game Boy screen come to life. Oh wow! For the That's first true. time, was like. Whoa! <laughs> like it was incredible. It was what we wanted. It was what we. It was what you wanted as a kid. Because if you played Pokemon long enough on the Game Boy, you're like, I wonder what they look like bigger outside of the cartoon. Right. Well, um, kind of shifting over. I mean, the big one for me, at least in the N64 part, was Mario Parties. It had to be Mario Parties, mm. and the original yes. Mario Party was fantastic. I remember um, playing two and three more than anything else so um and yeah three was three was my favorite still is mario party is such a magical game and i love the fact that i would say about 90 percent of the games that that are mario party are just fun and accessible for everybody and i love that you know the mario party is an n64 they they started that so there was another there was no other idea like it at the time the idea of playing a board game <laughs> yeah i love mario party because it's one of the funniest games that you can play because there is so little skill involved in winning i mean there is skill <laughs> don't get me wrong people are always like it's like just about lucky it's about luckiness it's like i don't know if luckiness is a word but like right those are the people that get completely battered around by the game and used as the punching bag. Those are the people who di- who never get the mini game star. But that's the funniest part because there's always somebody who just gets annihilated by that game over and over and over. And even even if it's you, <laughs> everybody else is going to think it's the funniest thing in the world. And it's like, always funny. Somebody's going to be angry and it might ruin a friendship or two. But man, the ride there is freaking hilarious. Yeah. And if you want to like a taste of that, I mean, sorry to cut in a little bit there, but go check out Fast Break Kids video on the night Mario Party destroyed Logan. Our good friend Logan. Oh, man. man that, was a, that was a funny night. That, we actually played Mario Party 2 in that, in that video. It was too video. perfect. It yeah. was too perfect because it was just like, 
and Logan is such a great guy and such a nice guy yeah. that he doesn't get mad like that easily especially when we're like hanging out and just playing games mm-hmm. but man like by the end of it it was it was funny he went through like the five stages of grief or whatever this <laughs> is like grieving this is like denial and then he was like angry and then sad and then he was just like he just had no emotion at all because at that point by the end of it it was like this is impossible like how did this happen acceptance <laughs> acceptance yeah he accepted it because at one point i think it's like the last turn he has like zero coins and zero stars yeah and we're all just laughing the the point for me when it was absolutely hilarious is we were playing the, this chance game where you kind of had to like pick a spot on a wheel and it would just spin, spin around. And it was him and I in the last round. And I swear it was slowing down. It would look like it was going for me. And as soon as, as soon as it passed me, the wheel just sped up a little bit and then landed on him. And it blew him off. <laughs> I, I should not have won. It was gonna be you. And then it just, the game was just like, oh wait, that's not Logan. Keep going. <laughs> Like it just kept it alive for a little bit longer. I can't. Oh, I still can't believe one. that happened. You got. You, you got to go check out that video. Um, you know what? In fact, I'll link it into the description in um, the Spotify link or the Anchor.fm link, um, so you can so you can see that. Nice. Or no matter where, yeah, check that out. Where you're taking that. So yeah, go check out Fast Break Kids on YouTube for that. Um, kind of deviating a little bit because I. If I remember right, did you guys say you had a PlayStation One at some point? Yes, we we had you we did? had uh, uh, Super NES. No, we had a Sega Genesis for the longest time when I was little, and then we Ooh. finally Sonic got the Hedgehog. Yeah, dude, we finally got the PlayStation. I think that was for my birthday. I forget if it was birthday or Christmas, but we got that. And wow, did we play the snot out of that system? It's always one of those two. I mean, there's so many games that, uh, yeah. like, yes, there's like the big heavy hitters, you know, like Metal Gear Solid and like all the Madden and sports games and stuff like that. And, but like, they're just that, that system had such a huge library. It's crazy going back and thinking about all the games that were on it. I don't know what you, if, if anything specifically. I had a fairly small library compared to a lot of people because, you know, it's, well, for starters, it was hard to find games that were like super family friendly that it was okay to let a little kid have. But I, I wanted to preface this because I, I had, I remember this. This is one of my most vivid memories um, as a kid. And I remember I was not super into toys. So, um, and my parents had bought me like a, a toy police station. And I'd already had like my video game time for the day. They says, okay, it's time for you to get off. Then I was kind of playing very um, bored. And my mother had called over to me and says, why don't you go play with your police station? And I looked at up, her smile gleamed on my face. And I just said, PlayStation? I said, no, police station. Oh, and I just went back to being very sad and bored. And then you <laughs> went and played your police station. I played PlayStation. Like a good little um, boy. So PlayStation, like, uh, I remember being very sad when we gave away my N64, but the PlayStation 1 was the one that I grew up with for the longest time, and then, and then PS2 and GameCube came out. Um, first thing that always comes to mind is Crash Bash. 
um, which was like the ant. Dude, Crash Bandicoot. Oh my gosh, go. Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bash, and Crash Team Racing. All of those were staples in my library. Yeah, I, that was the that was the most of any particular franchise that I had ever had. I remember playing Crash Team Racing with my dad all the time. Sewer Speedway, Engine Lamps, both of those absolute favorites. Do Papu Papu. Papu Papu. Um, and Crash Bash, like the. That you actually had boss battles and Papu Papu was like the only one I'd ever be able to beat. So <laughs> it was a, it was a hard game for me as a kid, but like the pinball machine kind of thing where you would actually have like four players and you can move left and right and you're basically bouncing little metal bearings off your cars. Oh yeah, and crash trying crash. to yeah, and you're trying to like get them into the goals. These were really fun mini games for something that wasn't Mario Party. Yeah, I think that supplemented it for me because when I played Mario Party, I was like, I want more of this. And Crash Bash kind of took that. Yeah. Even though it wasn't the board game format, it was still the mini game mm-hmm. idea and it not a lot of people I'm sure care about that game. Which but is for sad. me and I know for you, it's still like it was a fun game. It was a good game. And, you know, maybe if I play it now, I'm like, all right, there's not as much originality and, like, depth to this game at all. But at the time, man, I had a blast. Well, I mean, you got to think, like, um, well, it didn't have, like, the board game or anything, but it did have the adventure modes where you could actually have to play certain challenges in order to get to the boss, which is very much the archetype of Crash Bandicoot's games. So, so it had a kind of story mode, but then you had all these games, and it had so many mini games and variations of them within because i remember there was like that pinball one there was like a king of the hill or last man standing kind of thing where you had to knock each other off when you were up on polar um the the bear the little polar bear mm, yeah and you had to knock each other off and you had some that would like tilt and then you had other ones where you could get power-ups of some kind um so it reinvented all the stages you had like the pogo one where you had to like claim as much space as you painting where you're painting you're painting the floor you race for like the super jump one so you could go super fast yep Yep. You know, and then like the classic like battle royale where you're just trying to beat each other up, throw crates at one another. That was so much fun. It had so much to it, especially for a game for that kind of a system. So, man, that just makes me want to go buy that. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it and appreciated it. It's amazing to think of how many crash games they made for that system. Mm hmm. It was a lot. But I mean, the game system was around for quite some time. Yeah, you had Crash Bandicoot's one, two, and three. You had CTR. You had Crash Bash. Uh, I feel like there was. More. Then they had. I think if I remember right, I don't know if it was on the PS One, um, but then they had the Crash and Spyro crossover, where Crash was in Spyro's world and Spyro was in Crash's mm. world. Do you remember that? I remember hearing about. I remember. It. I don't believe I ever got it. it was, yeah, I never did either. Um, but I remember have like I had. Game Boy I had Game Boy uh, Advance um, Crash Bandicoot as well. So I guess I was a bit of a Crash fanatic growing up. Well, I don't blame you. It was always a fun time with the Crash Bandicoot games. Oh, yeah. And Naughty Dog did a great job with those. I love how Naughty Dog has just done such a great job of kind of growing up with us. Yeah. You know, have you ever thought about that? Like, it started off with kids games, you know, with Crash Bandicoot. And then after a while, I think... I forget, were they were the ones that came up? They, they weren't the ones that came up with Jack and Daxter, were they? Mm, I do not know. 
They had kind of like an in-between where it was like more for teenagers or teenagers or something like that. Um, it was kind of like in the realm of Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank, but it wasn't. Did you ever play any of, and I'm, I'm guessing you didn't because I know your childhood to a degree, but yeah. uh, did you ever play like uh, Twisted Metal? Oh, no. Okay. I figured not. <laughs> you can guess I why. I figured not. Yeah. But I, and, and that's. My, my exposure, my exposure to them uh, happened when I was playing PlayStation All-Stars. Oh. And Sweet, Sweet Tooth. Tooth. Yeah. Was, well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a little, little different than that. Um, uh-huh. I, I didn't really get to play them that much either because my dad was like, I don't want you boys playing this. And we're like, oh, come on, dad. Because, I mean, when you're a kid, you're like, what? Cars just blowing each other up right. and stuff. But, yeah, we... Uh, it's funny how innocent we are thinking, just, just thinking about that. Just be like, yeah, I just want to blow stuff up. We So we couldn't play Twisted Metal, but we ended up... Our parents were okay with us getting this game called Critical Depth... Okay, and it was the the submarine version of Twisted Metal, essentially. <laughs> it's so funny looking back, and we used to think that game was cool, man. If you look back at it now, oh my, it's so terrible. Oh my word! It's so bad. I know this game. Did you play that? I am like. I know this game. Sorry, folks. Alex is losing his mind at this point. I just blew his skull. I actually know this game. You know, I, I don't remember why I know this game. I just remember. Dude, it. it was it was not a good game. But as a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, man, I'm all about this. This is awesome. And like it was it um, it made me terrified of the sea though <laughs> yeah if we're looking at the cover yeah i can see why because you're just you're you're piloting around in like dark waters and then there's just like other people out there like trying to blow you up and like there's big sharks and stuff and like it, it was just it, it conjures up like weird memories for right. me because it did freak me out because i was like i don't want to go in the ocean there's all those monsters in there dude pff, darn right so i <laughs> I have a weird, but I just, I remember that game when we were talking about PlayStation. I was like, that was one of those games where it was just so weirdly like a part of my childhood. Because like I said, when you, when you bought a game, dude, you bought that game. Mm -hmm. Like you're not just, you don't just get to immediately send it back or something. Like maybe in the next like two weeks or something, we might be able to go back to GameStop. But no, man, you, you got that game. You better like it. And so that game, we uh, we liked it because we had to. But that and I I played a lot of sports games. Right. And this story is brought to you by Wiley Lewis, the dirty, rotten scoundrel. Um, we so we lived right next door to my cousins and uh, my cousin Brian, he was older than us. He's older by older than me by about seven years old. But they lived next door, and he'd always come over and play games with us. So we kind of like, okay, he's like our older brother, basically. Okay. And we had this college football game called NCAA Game Breaker, mm -hmm. and he loved sports games too. So we play those all the time. And I'd always want to like beat him and stuff because I was like, you know. I want to be good. I'm competitive. So I played Game Breaker a bunch and I was like, yeah, we should play, Brian. We should play. He's like, all right. So we played and he just absolutely killed me like oh, wow. three or four straight times. Just destroyed me. And I was 
And he's not, he's not like a jerk. He never like rubbed it in our face, but he would be like, oh man, like, you know, he's just rough. happy that he won and stuff. I got so angry that without telling anybody, I grabbed the game, put it in its disc, threw it in the trash, <laughs> and it was gone forever. And oh, wow. After that, after that, everybody, Brian kept coming over. He's like, dude, what happened to Game Breaker? Like, where'd it go? And I would just be like, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. We, we were all like, I was just like, I was lying through your so teeth. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, man, I don't know what happened in that game. And I never told anybody until about like four or five years ago when we were hanging out. And he's like, dude, Game Breaker, that's right, man. You guys remember that game? Man, I remember it was just gone that one day. And I was like, oh, right. I didn't tell you guys. So I proceeded to tell Jared and Brian and they're like, what (laughs) you did that i was like yes it's very shameful and i'm not proud of it but it happened and that was uh one of the not great moments in my life but it's funny now it's a funny story so that's why i tell it that is a funny story that was another playstation one uh, signature <laughs> Wiley moment. Well, I gotta ask you, as a, as someone who plays sports games, I, I think we might have talked about this before, but there is one game I think we we probably both played on the PlayStation. Besides Crash Bash, is it NFL Blitz? Uh, no, Cool Borders. Oh, Cool Borders. <laughs> You said sports games, but mine always goes to like basketball or football. Yeah, well, I, dude, can, I definitely I would consider that. Cool Borders Three. Cool Borders Three was the was the one I actually had. So, and I was never good at it. I was suck so bad. And I, I, and I, the, I, the only things I remember about this game was like I had just started to figure it out. I remember mute was my favorite trick. That's all. <laughs> that's about it. I remember. I remember laughing at they called the food the footing goofy. I always put it on goofy because not knowing not knowing a what clue, that was, <laughs> what that's supposed to mean. Oh man! Oh, but that was man. like one of the see that was like the pre, kind of I, the predecessor to me liking like a lot of skateboarding games, like X Games skateboarding or or um, well Tony Hawk now so. Uh, Because that game is phenomenal. Um, But just playing with those boards, doing tricks and sliding around and feeling like... And of course, it looked awful. Oh, yeah. No, I'm looking at some footage of it right now. Mm Mm-hmm. It does not look good. It It does not hold up at all. It does not. Like I said... You know, the cool thing about that game, though, was there was a lot of unlockables. Yeah. You could unlock, like, there's a bunch of different... I have no idea if I unlocked any of them. There's a bunch of different borders and then, like, boards themselves that you could unlock that, like... I was like, okay, cool. Like, unlocking... We've talked about how great unlocking is in video games. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) So good. Man, I I love... I remember loving, absolutely loving Cool Borders growing up. And... The one thing I remember a, a lot more than I ever I remember anything else was watching like the trailers to that because they actually had like a, a, a trailer for those game trailers. Attached for S- to it. Yeah, because they had a trailer for SSX three 
And I was just watching it over and over. There was like nothing to it. They just showed you the logos of each of them kind of like filling out. And that was it. And that was enough for me. I enjoyed that. Were you one of those kids that really enjoyed watching, looking at screensavers for a long time? Yeah. <laughs> I was also, uh, I was, I, you could fool me with the, with the, uh, the zombie prank trick, the video. Do you oh, remember? gosh. Do you remember that? Where it just like where this. It like pops up. Yeah, where it just pop up. I remember when my dad played that for me once when I was just a kid and I, didn't speak to him for like three days. Somebody um, tried to do that to me at like school or something. And I just immediately, I was like, nope, nope, nope. I like stood up and just slowly like backed away from the screen as if like somebody had a gun and was pointing it at me. I was like, no, no, <laughs> no. And then it like popped up while I was like 20 feet away from the screen. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> you can have fun, Wiley. I'm like, I don't care. I'd rather not have to clean out my shorts today. <laughs> but oh, hey, man. you know, that's just me. Yeah. That's... I think that perfectly encapsulates the PlayStation and Nintendo 64 experience for both of us. I would say so. Let's I would clean say out so. our shorts and call that it was, a day. That was fun going down Nostalgia Street. Um, we can't do memory lane because that's copyrighted. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Hey, came up with my own title for, for this video. That's great. Um, there you go. So we'll go ahead and wrap this one up for this week. Uh, next week, we'll get to talk about some more stuff. Hopefully get to record um, some more videos soon. So it'll probably will be a while before you see anything new with with both Wiley and I um, in a video. So yeah, yeah, we got to do some more recordings. So. Yeah, I got to record it. I've spent the last couple of weeks uh, not recording. <laughs> Oh. Well, you, you've been some... busy, so and you're getting busier, so that's going to be um, yeah something we'll have to deal with. But yeah, so be looking forward to that. At least go check out Fast Break Kids on YouTube, uh, almost a Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and back to forgetting one Twitch, Twitch. Twitch.tv, where he, we, stream, uh, we stream occasionally. Hopefully, we get to do some Heroes of the Storm here soon. Um, not sure when, but hopefully soon. Yeah. And then always check sure. out Son of a Button Masher at Facebook, um, where we post all of our new videos as well as some other stuff on occasion. So keep your eyes on that. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. So please send us messages uh, if you're on anchor.fm or any of the streaming services, including Spotify. Um, we'd love to hear from you and see if you got any suggestions, but I'll probably mostly take that on the Facebook page. So if you could do that, that'd be fantastic. Uh, anything you want to leave with Wiley while we're here? Anything you want to tell the wonderful people? Yeah. Uh, PlayStation 1 and N64 are great and all, but don't try to tell me that it's better than what we have now. <laughs> okay? It is what it is. It happened. It was fun. <laughs> don't go back and play all these nasty, ugly games. <laughs> the the mononuclear ugly games. <laughs> Dude. Just, I mean, ugly as sin, man. <laughs> of only a face that only a mother could love. <laughs> What's that ugly pixelated? I feel thing? like Wiley's That's got some boy. issues. He needs to work out. Um, so we're gonna go no ahead and, and leave that to him for for a second. But uh, I'm gonna go play some therapy. some Super Smash Brothers 64. Um, 
But in the meantime, in the between time, thank you so much for listening this week. Uh, if you're listening in the night or the morning, it doesn't really matter. But we're glad you tuned in. It is game over from us. Peace out. PlayStation 1 and N64 over here just yelling out, I'm ugly and I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs>